Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real phony gon' recognize, still, still recognize with. Like we always do with this time. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real phony gon' recognize, still, still recognize with. Like we always do with this time. How I do. Shout out to everybody out there who's listening to the KRRP radio show on the beautiful 15th, 2012. It's that one letter that I got uh, when who's uh, uh, an, a regular participant, I'll say, or, or a regular listener. I don't know when your show is, and I don't know when, you, when you're airing or what, because you never say the date. And, 
you know, I don't know the dates on the queue. But anyway, you know, July 15th, man, 2012. This is what it is after the eight hour on the radio, on the clock, 8 p.m., you know. I'm tongue-tied a little bit, man. It's an exciting show we got going on. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is the part two of a show entitled Child Support. Um, you know, last week was a was a very insightful show. You know, I think that you learned some things. And, uh, you know, it was beautiful. I think I think we really... Uh, I think we really got a lot of things, and uh, you know, we we discussed some issues that are at least offensive to a lot of people, or at least troublesome. You know, there's a, there's a few other names that come to mind. There's a few other things that we could say, but the last week's issues uh, that we talked about were troublesome. Child support. Um, you, you're talking about a whole lot. You know, a whole lot of different things and a whole lot of different emotions. A whole lot of different feelings go into the topic of child support because, I mean, let's face it, it's tied to children. It's tied to our children. So when we child it's, it's, I don't know, it hits home, you know. So, you know, shout out to everybody who came through last week, man. Shout out to my, my man, Elliot, uh, Elliot Thomas, author of Moving Forward Courageously. Elliot is uh, my, my radio protege. And, uh, you know, Elliot's moving right along. He will have a show on the WMMG uh, family also on this blog talk WMMG blog talk family and AM, AM radio. Uh, once we get that figured out in the deal, uh, but if not, you will definitely catch home as a KRP radio show. You'll catch him here on iTunes and uh, several other places that we broadcast on. So shout out to Ella. He's not with us. He may try to make it later on in the evening. Uh, he contributed a lot to the show last week with uh, a lot of thoughtful insight. And uh, you know, Ella's a crazy guy. When it when it comes to uh, motivating, he's definitely that man, and uh, he he always has a lot to say for the positive. You don't commonly find people who are always looking at the bright side of things, and Ellen is one of those type of people who are always looking at the bright side of things. So shout out to my brother; he's not here right now tonight. Maybe we'll get him on the show later. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, last week our feature guest, and and also with this week. Our feature guest is none other than Rashad Woods, and uh, Rashad is my also co-founder of the Love and Father Society slash I Love Being a Black Father organization, and uh, that's something he and I partner on along with our families, and uh, what we try to do is is monumental. <clears throat> I think we both, no, I don't think, I know we both understand that the I Love Being a Black Father and the Loving Father Society organizations or a lifelong movement. We understand that. See, a lot of of different organizations out here and a lot of different causes. I commend you guys. I love you. I appreciate what you guys do. But I just want everybody out there to understand that if you have a movement that's a God's movement, that's a, a God's love movement, a movement of people and for people, when you want to do positive things, it, you're, you're not going to be able to change the mindset and the understanding and the growth will not come overnight. It's going to take a lifetime, folks. So strap your laces, uh, buckle your belts, you know, put on, button up your shirts all the way because this is a lifetime event that that's going to take place. It's, it's going to be a lifetime movement. And uh, I just want you guys to understand that. So that's what it is. You know, shout out to my brother, Rashad Woods, who will be on here in just a second, right after the 815 break. We're going to bring him on. And uh, right after Charlotte comes on with the StretchingYourBudget.com frugal report, (laughs) we like to call it the savings report. So we're going to bring him on here 
And, uh, you know, we're going to really get down to business. And I hope, see, this, this, this week's topic is a little bit different from last week. Um, last week, we just really, we just really nailed down uh, some of the myths about what child support should be or what child support is. And and we talked about child support as a whole. Uh, some good conversation, some bad conversation. Last week was more emotion and factual. Uh, uh, not, not factual, excuse me, more emotional, more emotional than uh, what what we would call uh, paperwork. You know, we, we went to some of the st- some of the stats. We didn't talk about all the stats, but we talked about more of the emotional aspect and what child support does, why we like it, why we don't like it, this, that, and the other. Uh, this week we're going to go at it a little bit different because this week I really want to know, you know, how do you guys really and truly feel about child support? I mean, we, we understand that it's needed. You know, you got people on both sides. It's similar to politics where you got Democrats and Republicans for the most part as the largest two groups. But, see, just like politics, there are some other ideas out there. There are some things that we could do that will really make more of a difference, that would have a positive response uh, or a blanket response for the positive for more people than what we have today, whether liking it or not liking it. So, you know, that's what I want to hear more about. I hope that's where we're going to sway this conversation this afternoon. We're going to let God guide us, and we're going to let our heart, we're going to pour our hearts out, and we're going to do what we know needs to be done, and that we're going to share with each other and love each other and get over this thing and try to bring some truth and some understanding for all people, not just for people who like it or people who don't like it. You know, we want to bring some positive truth and some understanding to all people. So, you know, that's the mission of this afternoon, folks. That's what we're going to do. And, uh, you know, when we bring Rashad on, we, we hope to talk about that. But um, just for you guys who don't know, and, and like I said earlier, Rashad and I, we partner in uh, two organizations called LFS, uh, Love and Father Society, and I Love Being a Black Father. And uh, just yesterday, we had our event. And uh, you know what? Let me bring Rashad on early because I, I can't do this, honestly, uh, without him being on the air. Uh, you know, KRP, welcome my man Rashad Woods to the air. Rashad, what's up, brother? What's going on? How you doing? You know what? I'm doing great, man. I was I was tired this morning, and I'm a little tired now. I'm just leaving uh, football workouts with the, with the Alamance County, all these kids, and some of my kids and other kids too. But um, you know why I'm doing so great? Why is that? I mean, because that event that we had yesterday was it felt so good, man. I mean, to see everybody out there happy. You know, the camaraderie was high, the love was high, no animosity. Everything was all good, man. And that that, that set the rest of my week, man. I don't know about yours. Yeah, man, um, I'm definitely proud of that. But uh, I'm a little sore in places I didn't know I can be sore in, man. Um, <laughs> playing with kids and just doing everything. But, after, you know, all in all, with you know, what we did yesterday was wonderful, man. Um, I seen it. some guys came out there yesterday, and you know that's something that they're not used to as far as you know interaction with the kids and the interaction. That's something that they don't normally get to do. So when they got to do it, and I spoke to them afterwards, man, I, I thanked them for coming out. It was like yeah, we got to hurry. I got to hurry up and come back out. I have to come back out and do it again when y'all having the next event because it let it give it give you feelings of something that you know if you never experienced something like that or you're not used to it. Mm-hmm. It really makes you feel good about, you know, certain things and, and allows you to want to do more and want to do it again. So, uh, we are we definitely going 
going to keep doing, continue to do things and do more positive things. And like I said, we want to reach a lot of fathers. A lot of fathers don't get the opportunity to come out and just spend time with their kids and not have it to be, you know, just something where, you know, they've been, been pushed to do or just something that it needs, just needs to be loved in the atmosphere, you know, and, and be able to fellowship with other people, man. It was, and it was beautiful. And I'm, like I said, again, though, I'm tired. I'm still sore, but I, like I said, after that, after all that, you know, I'm ready to do it again. It doesn't matter. Whenever we're ready, the kids ready, y'all ready, you know, we're going to keep doing it, and then we hope that we can get more people every time, and every time it's going to get bigger and bigger. Like you say, you know, we're going to have to strap up our boots, um, tighten the belt, and get ready because, like I said, it's, it's coming from God. I hope a lot of people realize that when God gives you something, you have to do, you have to do it with it. God gives you talent. He gives you a lot of things. Like I said, if you don't take – Take heed to what God gives you. He'll take it away from you. So I definitely yeah. don't want God to take it away from us, and we're definitely going to keep doing what we do to push and keep uh, allowing God to use us in whatever way he chooses to. Amen to that. That's powerful right there in a, in a, in a short, uh, precise way. You know what, man? And, and before I go on, and I, and I know it's almost 8.15, but before I go on, i got to also tell you another reason why I'm so proud today. You know why that is? <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> because my team won yesterday, man. <laughs> yeah, I knew. Yeah, you know I got to brag. You know I, I, I had not said it. See, I didn't say it yet. I didn't say it yesterday when we finished. It was all love. Every, everybody got you know everybody showed some love, man. We slapped fives and all that. It was all cool. We ate. We had a good time. We talked a little politics. We talked about life. We talked about a whole lot of things. But I saved it for this. Woo, I want it all. I want it all. 4.2. By the way, we have 4.2 million folks as of last Friday. I'm sure we gained some since then, but I'm sorry, last Thursday. But as of last Thursday, we have 4.2 million listeners, followers, uh, regular listeners, and I appreciate you guys. Shout out to all you, you big in my book, as Rashad can say. But uh, I wanted to save that that little bit of bragging, this bragging rights that I could do, because folks, I know y'all don't know, but uh, my team won yesterday. Let me brush the dirt off my shoulders real quick. Yeah, my my soft my my kickball team won yesterday. We took the title home. We got a belt, and I also got a basketball belt, folks. All the fathers played basketball, and you know I won, right? I walked. I traveled on the last one. Who cares? I played possum. I act like I was hurt. I wasn't hurting that bad, and we won. So I feel good, even though they try to cheat us, y'all. I want everybody out there in KRP land to understand they try to cheat us. We'll never cheat the kids, man. We'll never cheat the kids. Try to cheat us. It's Bernie Mac. We'll be back. Y'all. I ain't scared. We'll be back. Folks, Talking Child Support, man. Part two, we with Rashad Woods. 619-638-8559 is the number. We're going to go to a quick commercial, and we're going to come right back with Charlotte from the Triad Super Savers. Stretching your budget! North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. 
If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. Good, how are you? Um, excellent. 
and I hope you are. I am doing excellent too. <laughs> you always got like that tone. You you're always doing. Are you ever down? <laughs> <laughs> always I don't got, know. Yeah, I'm sure I have those moments. <laughs> you know what? Well, I, I don't know. I love it though, man, because you always have like you have the same tone. You come on and you like, I'm good. You know, it's like everything is lovely. The rent paid. The car payments paid. We got a house full of house full of children running around here. They all happy. The fridge is full. Man, I love it, man. Yep. You sound like you sound like you just woke up. You 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 hit a, you hit the lotto for like ten million, and you just woke up and you woke up and it's one o'clock and you got on your slippers and you wiping breadcrumbs off your face from the toast that you ate when you got off at six and and you know you just. You feel like you sound like life is good on that side, Charlotte. Well, you know, I can't really complain. I, you know, there's, I'm sure there's things I could complain about, but it's nothing compared to what I'm sure a lot of people are going through. So I can be a little shining star to your day, then that's what I can do. <laughs> Amen. To that I love it because I, you just made me feel good. So I want to know good. what, I want to know what you got talking about because what you're talking about tonight because I got my pen and my paper right here and I'm ready to coupon. Yep. Okay, well, cool. Um, so I don't really have a lot about couponing, though, so you're all excited for nothing. But <laughs> well, 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 whatever you got, I'll accept because yeah. it's not one time that you come on this show, and this is real deal, this is from the heart, there's not one time that you don't come on this show and I don't learn something, or that you come on the show and I don't learn something. <laughs> all good. You know, I just, we are doing uh, on the website, for those of you that... Um, Maybe you're just turning in or you're um, not familiar, but um, stretchingyourbudget.com. We're doing a two-week series right now. Um, it's two, week, two weeks to organize your life. That's what it's called. So we've we've already, we're a week down, and we're starting into the next week. So I just kind of wanted to touch on a lot of that, um, just like organizing your life and what all that can do for you. Right. Um, so it'll roll into couponing, but also in just lifestyle stuff, so. Sounds good. Let's rip. Let her rip. All right, cool. Um, well, so since we're doing this series, I just thought it was appropriate to talk about it because, um, you know, a lot of times people tell me, oh, well, I'm not an organized person. It's not really something that I'm good at um, or I don't like to do it, but I'm not either. I will be the first person to tell you <laughs> that I'm not good at organizing. Um, but it's okay if you can just find a few things in each area of your life that you can organize. It can make a huge impact. Um, you know, just starting your day uh, with having a list of things to do or having a goal in mind and then accomplishing that goal or list, it just makes your day go by ten times smoother. So, um, you know, just that's one little thing that you can do out of your day is setting a goal or a task that you can um, accomplish. It gives you a huge sense of, um, you know, pride and and being able to accomplish something. So that's one thing. Um, That was kind of our day one. And um, another thing that you can do is to declutter. So if we're kind of doing that in our house right now, I guess you can call it spring slash summer cleaning, but we're just trying to pick, like, each, uh, like, a little area in our room or a house that we can attack each day, because for us, I mean, we are on overload drive right now, (laughs) we're super busy, and so we kind of neglected things around our house, you know, we'll do whatever has to be done, like laundry and dishes and stuff, but as far as, like, vacuuming and cleaning, that's just kind of flown out the door for the last few months. 
So now we're on, like, we have to do something because this is ridiculous mode. So instead of being um, overwhelmed by attacking all at one time, we're just trying to pick a little area each day that we can both do, my husband and I, um, trying to get the kids involved. It's never too young to teach them how to pick up their toys or whatever. So, um, of course, my three-year-old doesn't really want to listen. So <laughs> not going well. But, you know, it's just it's something we can do together as a family, even though it sounds really small. But it's not as overwhelming as if you were going to do everything at one time. So that's just another way. Um, and so while we're doing that, we're kind of decluttering and throwing out things or giving away things that we haven't used in six months or more. So, you know, if you haven't touched it in over six months, you can live without it because you haven't needed it for six months. So, you know, we're doing that with clothes, with um, kids, the, all the kids' toys, if they haven't touched it in six months. You know, we're we're just totally throwing it out or giving it away. You know, somebody else needs it that we don't. So that's just another thing that helps your family um, just to kind of be in unison. Um, you know, you're doing things together and you're getting rid of clutter. Clutter can just cause so much turmoil in someone's life, um, you know, especially if they have a lot going on emotionally. Um, anyways, or they just have a lot of pressure at work or whatever it may be, and then you walk into something that's cluttered and dirty, you just kind of get brought down. So if you can do those few extra things, it kind of lifts you. Um, so And then that kind of rolls into my part with couponing because, of course, I can't talk about that. But, um, you know, one of the main things that I always talk about is organizing your coupons. Um, you know, any time that you let it go, things get out of control and they'll stack up and it's really hard to rein it all back in. So it kind of stresses me out whenever I'm trying to, you know, provide for my family and this is something that I do is save money and if I've let my coupons kind of go to the wayside, it's really hard and frustrating. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Just an example for me, I went to the store yesterday and I hadn't cut like two weeks worth of my coupons and, of course, half of them I needed, I didn't have. And so it's really frustrating. I mean, that's a waste for me to the store, half the stuff that I can't get because I refuse to buy it because I don't have a coupon at home. <laughs> it just goes into a whole thing. So, you know, if you can just keep everything on track as far as that goes, just take a little extra time out of your day to um, keep that on schedule and updated, then it's less frustration in your life that you don't need. Um, and then the last little thing that that rolls into is your stockpile. Um, for those of you that aren't really sure what a stockpile is, kind of what is name, what the name says, stockpile. You're stocking up products and um, household goods that you use a lot of, and you're paying for them, you know, cheap or free, so that you're not having to go out and buy them at full price. So your goal is to like shop out of your home. And we we cover a lot of this on the website too, so if you're not familiar with that. Um but it's so important to um keep that stuff organized because again for me I have an example for everything. But you know, whenever I come home, you know, it's so easy for me just to keep the stuff that's not refrigerated just in a pile for a while. And then not take it because our stockpile is downstairs, and I just don't take it downstairs, and then it just ends up just being a mess everywhere. So by taking that extra 15 minutes, walk it downstairs, put it away, you know, it's just going the little extra mile in life. If you take the shortcut in anything in life, you're never going to succeed. 
Um, and so we find that, you know, in my own personal life, in our kids' life, if they're trying to do an activity and they try to take the easy way out, you know, nothing ever good comes from that. So it's just kind of a ripple effect. But um, there's just a lot more that we talk about, and I know I don't have a lot of time. So um, you can check out, you know, our series, and it might help you guys get a little more decluttered and less stressed because you don't want to add extra stress in your life if it's not necessary. Well, I need as less stress as I can get because I got all these youngins in this house, and man, they don't like to clean up behind themselves. But you know what? Man, you just hit. You just, that's a topic for us over here, man. In my house, it's woo, it's serious. Yeah, I, know, I can kind of talk about this forever. Like I'm not organized, but I really see that whenever we let things go and stuff just starts. You know, clean clothes just sit folded somewhere instead of being put yeah. away. I'm like, the, I don't know if it's the older I get or the more stressed I get and other things in my life. It just, it really causes me extra unneeded stress. And I just, it brings you down, you know, when you walk into clutter and just, it just, I don't know. Well, I could just be mean, but. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I, I get it. My wife going to say different, but I get it. And uh, my clutter is more organized. Like, I'm a, I'm an organized Clutter, many. <laughs> like I, I'll have stuff all over the place, but like miniature piles. Like I might got a pile of papers over here, pile of papers mm-hmm. over there, shoes over here. But you know where everything's at, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I'm, I know where it all yeah. is. But but see, the way she likes to clean mm-hmm. is like it's too tiring for me. I can't I can't keep up. Like she got a mind. Like spring, spring cleaning in. every weekend. Yeah, not every weekend. Every time. Like, oh, every time wow. she cleans up, it's, she's going in. And I'm like, baby, I can't keep up with you. We can't rock like that. So uh, we, try to, my house. <laughs> <laughs> we try to find a happy median, though, by, by like, yeah. reminding each other uh, to pick up behind ourselves or, you know, the little slick comments that hints mm-hmm. off and stuff like yeah. that. But <laughs> we can well, do that, you know, too. We, all, we all have our own qualities and traits. So because hers is one way and yours is another, you can try to balance each other out. You know, if you both were, like, OCD about cleaning, you would never get anything else done in life because that's all you'd be doing. Or vice versa, your house would never be clean. So you can just yeah. find that happy medium and yeah. play around off of each other. As long as everybody else playing off of each other and everybody's responsible for their area. Because, I mean, here's how I, here's how we tell the kids. It's like we have five kids in here plus mm-hmm. us. And we also have have other relatives that live with us right now temporarily. So, if everybody leaves a cup and a plate and a fork and a spoon, it looks like a restaurant. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you, you, it's like you're walking into uh, into a restaurant. If they if everybody leaves it from from breakfast or from lunch or from dinner, now God forbid we leave it for all three days. Man, it's like it's like we feeding an oh, army man. up in here. Yeah, so you, you need, have like, to... like, an industrial strength dishwasher. <laughs> Man, we put this little dishwasher to work. This bad boy is... Woo! This, this dishwasher gets it popping. Let me tell you. I can imagine. Yeah, we have to. We got to live like that. You know, you got to be clean, man. You can't... You know, people walk in your house yeah. and they see all that. I mean, I'm, I'm the same way. It's like, I'm... We're really clean, but if somebody walk in here, they might say ill at any given time. So, I mean, that's how the kids do. Mm-hmm. I might walk in and say ill. Like, I might get home from work. And my, maybe my wife ain't in the kitchen yet because we're, we're workaholics. 
So yeah. I'm passing her a lot of days, and she's passing me a lot of days. And to make a long story short, we may both walk in the kitchen and go, ew, what's that? And it's just it's just something from breakfast, you know? So, yep. yeah, I get it, man. I know, I know. I know what you're saying. But it makes but a huge difference. I mean, and you have to, like, say, ooh, and then you're like, God, I have to go do this, you know? It's like another thing to your day, you know? So if you yeah. Keep on it. But on the bright side of all of that, thanks to you, Charlotte, you you jump-started something that we, we happen to already be talking about uh, when you before you first well when you first came on the show we were in discussion about couponing and you know we talked about it but we weren't really serious because we weren't proactive in doing it not not the correct way so when mm-hmm. we finally got it done and, and I say we when my wife finally jumped into it and got busy with it we started saving a lot of money yeah I'm not gonna give myself credit because I know better I'm not the couponer she's the definitely couponer she goes shopping. She deal with that part of the money. I just say, here, baby, how much we got to do and what's the budget, and she does it, and, and it lasts, and it makes a huge difference. But thanks to you, a lot of that clutter that we have has has, has like re- been reduced a lot because now we have, you know, we can run the dishwasher. We got extra dishwashing detergent, and we got mm-hmm. extra, you know, extra Dawn. Giving Dawn a, a shout-out to 4 million people. Dawn, y'all going to have to cut the check next time. But uh, we, right. we got extra Dawn, you know, to use, and... You know, life's a lot easier, man. We have so much laundry detergent and so much of this and so much of that that it's it's a little bit easier. So shout out to you for that because normally we would have spent more money to get the stuff that we have now in our stockpile. Yeah, and then that's more stress because it could be a week you don't have money or things are tight and you're like, oh, I need this, and you can't really go and do it. So, you know, if you do it the way we kind of teach you, then you don't have to have that other pressure, you know. That's exactly so. right. And who wants money pressure? I'd rather have cleanup pressure than money pressure. You know? Exactly. Well, For Charlotte, sure. you know I'm gonna ask you this <laughs> question that just makes people so mad. It's like you got a shout out dun, dun, dun. Um I will say happy birthday to my father in law. His birthday was yesterday and my niece's birthday is today. And happy birthday to Jeff and Kylie. Well, happy birthday, Jeff. Happy birthday. And happy birthday Ooh. to Kylie. Happy birthday to That's you. Nice. I would sing a song, but nobody wants to hear me sing. So shout out to you guys. You have P.I.G. in my book. Happy birthday to you and happy happy uh, uh, Sunday to you, Charlotte. Almost a happy birthday. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have a good day, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Well, see you next week. Thanks, Charlotte. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. That's Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com, Triad Super Savers, and she does it B-I-T in our book. We got to go to a commercial. We'll be right back, folks. We're going to talk about child support with my man, Rashad Woods, from the Love and Father Society, and I love being a black father. You're rocking with the KIRP radio show, baby. You're a B-I-G in my book, 619-638-8559 is the number. At symbol KRP Radio Show, at symbol NC Pudgy. That's us on Facebook. I'm sorry, that's us on Twitter. If you want to hit us up on Facebook because you got a comment, facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. Check it out. We'll be right back in just a flash. Rocking with the KRP Radio Show.
remember this number, 9.8. That's not the time on the shot clock or the seconds left in the game. It's not the number of times I will light you up. Nah, 9.8 isn't any of that. It's ounces. And that makes this the life ever. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sixty thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach him on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach him on YouTube. Love somebody today. For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists. That Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. You know, Dasher, and Dan. 
Cancer and cancer and addiction. Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. Oh. And if you ever saw him, you would even say it close. Come on! Come on! All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Come on! With your nose so bright, won't you ride my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeers loved him, and they shouted out weekly. Put all the red nose reindeer, you go down in history forever. You go down in history forever. You go down in history. What? Remember this number, 9.8. That's not the time on the shot clock. For the seconds left in the game. It's not the number of times I will light you up. Nah, 9.8 isn't any of that. It's ounces. And that makes this the lightest ever. I believe you can tell a lot about our governor and lieutenant governor by the way they lead our state. We have great challenges facing us and need strong, courageous, visionary leadership to see us through. I'm Dan Forrest, conservative candidate for North Carolina lieutenant governor. As an architect, senior partner, and office president of the state's largest design firm, I was accustomed to solving complex problems for my clients. Architects are creative problem solvers, and that's what we need more of in Raleigh. And we need more business leaders, not more politicians. Over the past 10 months, I've visited the majority of the counties in North Carolina multiple times, traveled over 80,000 miles, listened to thousands of North Carolinians share their solutions to the challenges we face. Did you know North Carolina ranks 41st in the nation in K-12 education, 36th in graduation rate, 43rd in unemployment, 38th in business tax climate, 42nd in illegal immigration? This is just not acceptable. I believe it's time to look at the failed policies of our current governor and lieutenant governor and demand real leadership for North Carolina. As your next lieutenant governor, I will tackle these issues head on and provide the strong, courageous, and visionary leadership needed to lead our state through these challenging times. Over the next few months, I'll be sharing solutions to these challenges, and I hope you will take the time to share them with your friends and family and give me your feedback. I believe we can turn America around. And I believe we should start right here in North Carolina. I'm Dan Forrest, conservative candidate for North Carolina Lieutenant Governor, and I ask for your support. Run, Forrest, run! Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers... 
scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for Sound Chew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com. The number one online music tournament. America, the NFL, and United Way are inspiring kids to get healthy and more active. Join the Play 60 movement. Pledge to Play 60 today at liveunited.org. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? Your home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. K-I-R-P Radio! The love movement. Uh, that's right. I want you to lay back, uh, pull your seat back. Oh, that's another show. Welcome back to the KIRP Radio Show, baby. You rocking with none other than your boy Pudgy. We doing a B.I.G. on the show, talking about child support, and we got my man. Oh, I'm getting the comments on that now on the blog. Sorry about that, folks. You guys know y'all like that music, though. That's a little bit of Bootsy Collins for y'all. Because I can uh, jump into my shock jock voice, and uh, we're going to slip you down a groove, and we're going to put you in the mood. Let me stop. But anyway, here's my man, Rashad Woods. He's on the air with your boy, Pudgy. Rashad, what's up, brother? I'm back to you. How are you? What's going on, man? Hope we didn't keep you away from the mic for too long, man, because, you know, once you once you grab the mic, it becomes a, you become a microphone fiend. Yeah, I'm good with that, man. No, I'm, I'm ready. Let's talk. Let's, let's talk about some things. All right, man. We're talking about child support. You know, last week was uh, interesting, to say the least. We had some folks come on the show and share with us what they were going through and uh, or some things that, you know, other folks were going through that they knew about. And that was a lot of things that we had on the uh, on the KRP radio show page on Facebook. And, uh, you know, people have some strong feelings, man, and they're very emotional about this topic. Um, you and I both can relate to this in first person. And uh, we know how it is to have children on the outside of our homes that we love dearly. And, uh, you know, all the apples, uh, uh, the whole format of child support doesn't fit for every male or female. Uh, When you look at child support for which it stands, and and I just got to be honest about it, 
it really looks like something that's 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 structured uh against the male. It doesn't look like a structure that's really against females. Now I know some females are affected by it and, and what I'm talking about is the consequences of not paying, by the way. Uh, when you don't pay child support, the consequences that are displayed and that we know about today, they look like they're constructed against the male. They don't look like they really uh, deal with all females, not blanketed anyway. So, you know, people had a lot to say about it, and I think the system is outdated. I think it's far past the time that we came up with that, that our legislators came up with with something new and say, you know, this is enough. This is enough of putting people in jail and in prison for not paying a debt to their children that they should be a lot of times rightfully paying or not. And and this is not making the situation better. This is taking fathers out of the household and we need to make we need to put a stop to it and do something different. I think there needs to be something different done about it. Um let me just ask you, do you feel like the system and, and, and I know I didn't run this by you before, so this is kinda off the cuff, but do you feel like the system is constructed against the male or, or against the family, I should say? Well, I think uh, more so is the male. I think because a lot of times, you know, within a household, when a man, a man and a male and a female are together, you know, and they have kids, and, and something happens within that relationship, the male tends to leave, and it's never, you know, the 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 woman that leaves and leaves with the kid, or you know, or leaves and leaves the kids with the father. So nine times out of ten, you know that the male is going to leave and he's going to leave that mother with the kid, you know, but, and that's going to, that starts that cycle because like I said, that male is gone and, you know, just typically of everyday, everyday life, you know, that happens that way. And it always, it's been that way as long as I've known, you know, not too many times has a woman left and left the man with the kids and things like that. So, you know, it was a way, you know, I guess it started off as being some way where, you know, we can make sure the kids are taken care of and this and the third, but it's, it's, it's basically geared towards the men. It's not majority geared towards the men, and it is. It can be a real ha- a hassle. It can be hectic, and it can be something that you know can be a uh, a, hin- a hindrance, and, and it can allow men to you know put them in a bad position within their lives, within their careers, uh, within the system itself. You know. I- I don't. I see. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want people to think that, uh, you know, this is just another male trying to take up for all those sorry, no good guys out there. Because I, let me let me make you let me let you guys understand where Rashad and I am. Um, <laughs> we had an organization called I Love Being a Black Father. Now, if that ain't a target on our chest and our backs. I don't know what else is. I don't know of any other way we can put ourselves out there more so than what we're already doing. So if we don't understand uh, what it means to be a father, what it means to be a husband, what it, what it means to be a dad, I don't know how we can more so show and tell you. Um, this movement that we created is, is, is not a hoax. It's not just something we do every other weekend. This is something we live. This is something we believe in. This is something we love. This is a God-given movement, you know, and, and we're very passionate about the topic. So when we come off talking about topics such as child support, um, and, and I feel like I can speak for myself and Rashad, we're really serious about what we're saying. We're not just saying something to sway on the sides of males. 
Because, listen, I do pay child support. And myself, my wife, and my son's mother take great care of this child. We take great care of my son. Our son, I should say. And there's no issues whatsoever. We don't have any conflicts or anything. We may not disagree at times on whatever, but we get through that. We live through that, and we love through that. So, I, I'm, listen, I'm not one sitting here saying that men shouldn't pay child support or child support is not the answer or all these guys, you guys shouldn't be doing this to these men and these men deserve better. I'm not saying that. But I, we, Rashad and myself are both advocates of the traditional family. We're definitely that. We definitely believe that the male should be in the child's house, in the child's life, even more so than a female when it's a, when it's a, 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 a boy. Um, not saying that he shouldn't be in the life of a girl, but more so when that boy is, is to be a man. So, you know, I think we both feel like I know we both feel like that man should be the one showing his young son how to be a man and treating his young daughter, showing him how a male should treat her outside of the sexual exploitation and the negative aspects of that. So listen, we're not up here talking about, you know, we're not up here talking reckless about, you know, child support's the devil and child support's evil and we shouldn't have any this, that, and the other. But if you look at what child support is today, it's not entirely beneficial to all parties. And if, it, if, if social service is a service to the community and all people, child support, which is an institution or, or an, 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 an agenda, I'll call it today, or, or something that they created, a guideline, if you will, for people to go by to pay support to their children when they're not in the household. If that's not beneficial to all parties, and first and foremost, that child, it is not needed, and we need something new. Check this out, Rashad. I'm looking at well. Well, let, let me let me let me retract back to what you said before we even move ahead here. Well, let, let um, me say this. Go for it. I like. I don't want like as you said earlier. I don't want to get confused. Get confused with you know where he's just you know here to to stand up for all the men and you know make sure that these that men are not being the blame of you know of of this of child support and not being looked at as uh you know the pain point of what we're speaking of because I too pay child support. Also, I have full custody of my son, so I can go on both sides if you, you know, you know, in any conversation about about it all. So, you know, like I said, I just want everybody to understand when I'm speaking of, I'm speaking of it, like as you said, as a, a concerned parent, and you know, just the aspect of it all as being as a male, as a man, being in my son's life and being able to show him things that a man, you know, should show his son, and also the same thing with his daughter. So I'm I'm just an advocate of a man being a man and taking care of his family and being a being a stand up man and a father at that. So you know it's it's not that I am on the, either side, but I do understand both sides because I'm, I've been on both sides and I am on both sides. So you know if any woman does want to object, I can I can too say well you know I have my son too, you know right. and. I have my issues. I've had those issues. You know what I'm saying? I paid child support. And, my, and like I said, my, me and my wife, you know what I'm saying, we have a, a very loving family. And, you know, with my son's mother, we take care of my son. And, you know, we don't have any issues. And if we do have any, like, disagreements, we, we tend to come together. And I can tell you, we're a team because we're a team dedicated to raising our son the best way that it, that he can be raised and make sure that it's, it's done on, on both sides and all aspects of it. So, um, I do want to say that to make sure that people don't get it, um, get it twisted and, and don't understand what we're saying as far as as our movement. Like I live and I wake up with I love being a black father and I go to sleep with it. You know, always thinking about you know what can be better for Amen. all sides. 
So uh, I, I just wanted to say that and get that in the clear before we actually go on a little bit and make sure that people understand that, 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 that we're not being biased by any means. Wow, that's real. 619-638-8559, we're talking about child support. And uh, the first things that, or the first questions and the situations that I wanted to, to discuss with Rashad and put out here in the forefront to you guys is a is a bone that I have or a problem that I have with the system, uh, uh, additional to my belief that the system is outdated. And uh, I feel like the laws, and, and, and I do, I, hold on, I feel like the laws are more so constructed uh for uh, against the male, and and I do. I feel like the laws are more so conditioned uh, or conditions for when males don't pay child support. And I do understand, though. I do understand that there are more males outside of the home than females. But I also know we're in 2012 when a lot of males nor female parents are raising their children. A lot of time it's grandparents that are raising children today, and that's a big part, or another relative, and that's a big part of what we're talking about. Uh, when I say I don't feel like the laws are constructed right, rightfully so for everybody, we're going to call out of the 919, last three digits, 204. Uh, you're on the air with Rashad and Pudgy. What's up? Pudgy, it's Kelly. How you doing? Kelly Smoke. Kelly How are Smoke. You? Man. I'm good. I had to weigh in on this, and I'm sorry I'm, I'm late coming. I was I was busy, but, you know, um, I don't know exactly what you all have covered, but I am the child of a father who paid you know, like the bare minimum in child support. My mom just got tired of taking him to court, so I think he ended up paying like $84 a week. And wow. he paid that money, but it he did not spend a bit of time with me while I was growing up. There was no time in my childhood where I could say that my father was there. And, you know, um, I know that you all are talking about, you know, is child support fair? In that situation, absolutely. So if you weren't going to be there at all, at the very least, you can help uh, my mother take care of me. And that wasn't nearly enough, but it was it was a contribution um, that was court-mandated. I want to share with you all that King James says in First Timothy 5.8, I don't know if anybody has shared this, but it says, but if any provide not for his own, especially for those of his own house, he has denied the faith, and it's worse than an infidel. Mm. You know, uh, you you have to take care of your children. And I want to share something Martin Luther King said. We know that he said that you cannot legislate uh, morality. Right. He mm -hmm. says you can't make a man love you with the law, but you can keep him from lynching you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can't make a dad love somebody because he's paying child support. You can't make him be there. But if, if he's not going to be there, the least he could do is make sure that he pays. Um, I wish that I I could feel sorry uh, for some of these folks that, you know, have these children. But the thing is, if you have children, you know what I mean, and you're not going to play an active um, part in their life, you mm -hmm. you got to pay. Why should one, why should a mother or a father, whoever has custody of the child, why should they bear the financial burden Totally alone. They're going to bear other, every other burden, the emotional ones, um, those type of things. Why isn't mom not here? Why isn't dad not here? You know, so at the very least, child support. And, yes, if they don't pay it, lock them up. It is your responsibility. If you don't pay health care, since it's attached, you're going to be locked up. So why why not do more for your child? Here's the, I, I don't disagree with that, not totally, not not blanket. 
But uh, here's the thing that I have with the system that we have that we have in place. Um, it's not effective because there's a lot of people who don't mind getting locked up and still won't take care of their kids. So it's, it's effective for the guy who will. Right, well, it's, it's it's effective for the guy who will pay. It's definitely effective for him, the guy who will pay, or the guy who's trying to pay. See, the problem that I have with child support is that it already says that you're not going to be any good, so we're going to go ahead and get rid of you by putting you in the system. Now, there's a lot of male or females out there that spend time with their children, and, you know, sometimes that time is equivalent to whatever monies that they feel like you should pay. Absolutely, absolutely. But that's not that's not a that's not factored in and, and that's my beef with the consequences of the system. I, I, I think the system in place is a needed system because in my mind and that's why we had this show, I cannot think of another way and normally I'm good with coming up with ideas on I'm the I'm the black Bill Gates. I can come up with an idea on top of something you thought of, you know what I'm saying? I'll definitely come up with an idea on top of something you thought of, but I cannot wrap my hands around this or my head around this. So I'm definitely looking for ideas so we can propose them to whoever they need to be proposed to because I think that that time needs to be factored in the, in the equation as well. And also, these people that work in these social services, and I know we're individuals, we're supposed to think on our own, but these folks should not sway you to do things that you don't want to do. Absolutely, but that issue, I think, is going back to ultimately, you know, how you were brought up because I know people who – they don't have the other person on child support and the other person doesn't do anything. They would rather their child have that time than the, than, because that person would basically spend the rest of their child's life in jail. But the thing is, I'm sorry. it's effective in the sense that if you're not willing to pay your share in this life, why should you be free? It works for that. I don't, I don't disagree with that. I, I don't. I don't disagree with anybody who doesn't want to take care of their child, not being in their life, not paying whatever monies they need to pay, agree to pay, or just will voluntarily pay. Y'all ass should be in jail somewhere. You should be, no, matter of fact, you shouldn't be in jail. You should be working somewhere because we got a whole lot of stuff that needs to be done. There's a whole lot of damn potholes on 4301 and all these other places, 95 and all. You should not have, you should not be sitting up cozy in a cell somewhere. Your ass should be out there working. For, for a wage, even if it's minimum wage, now, I don't agree with slave labor. I don't think it should be less than minimum wage. But your ass should be out there working in somebody on somebody's farm, in the street, on the roads, and that money should be going to that child. But it's not but set up not, that way. You're right, but this is then that there's not a question of child support. That becomes a question of, I think, for a good show is what is the divide? Where is it that? Some males miss the boat while others go on to be like you. I don't know if your dad was in your life, but some go on to be like you. They're, they're proud husbands. They're proud fathers. I want to do this. I want to be there even if my dad wasn't. And some guys get turned off and they just go make a baby, drop them down, yep. and not, you know, look for it. That, that alone needs to be a show. Me and Colin, if you sorry, call in and tell us when you got to be so sorry. Hey man, I dare a brother to call here and tell me why he can't, and tell me that he don't take his kids and and, and his excuse for it. And we can talk all day about it. <laughs> real man, for real, because people, pe- you know, well, the, the topic of this show was improvement of the system. Is is the system uh, right now? 
you know, that I guess that's the secondary question. Is the system right as it's displayed? And, uh, you know, I, I think the system is – I think it needs to be revamped. I, I swear I think it's outdated. Um, there's many more variables today than, than it were in the past, than they were in the past. And those questions aren't getting answered. They're kind of, you know, I had a guy who came to me and said, you know, the caseworker told him, sir, I'm sorry, the system doesn't work for you. You know, his kid's mother, mother on drugs, he's paying child support, but at the same time, he has to take care of everything for the kids. So the money that he's paying is going to her drug habit, but he can't prove it. And they're not willing to help him prove it. They're not willing to what help about, him with it. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, but what about medical castration? Ooh. Now, and I know that's extreme. Uh, your phone line might have lit up when I said that. <laughs> but they they do it for child molesters so that they they can't even get it up. If you can't pay for your child, the child that you made, whether some woman trapped you, um, why don't we make sure you can't use it no more until you figure out how to get yourself together? Ooh. After they get themselves together, there won't be too much they can do after that. <laughs> well, medical castration is what I think a serious. Is it shots or something like that? Or, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, pills? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I don't yeah. know if they have a pill. It used to be shots. I'm, I'm outdated, though. It could be pills at this point today. I, I don't know, but, I mean, something. so what's what's more extreme, you think, the the jail or the medical castration? Because if if you have a problem paying for the consequences of of sex, then perhaps you you don't need to be having sex well you know you know i I got a big issue with the system telling us to do anything in the first place, so i I think this this thing should be more so man it it, it needs to be counseling done or something I mean people need to they need to really sit down right, you look if you go to a child support office for example, and you look around at the social services I'm sorry, you look around. You see 90% females in there, and I'll say 99% of that time of those 90% that are in there, they all have children with them. So when when they go upstairs or in the back of the office, you know, they're in there maybe 20, 30 minutes, and they're back out. So from 9 to 5, that place is clear, and in eight hours, they've changed the lives of some several hundred people for the rest of their lives. And that's just too damn fast. You know, that's, that's, you can't, I can barely tell my kids something without having to go back and say, well, you know, well, let, now let's talk about this one another day. And I find myself talking about the same things over and over and over, months on, years on, and et cetera. You know, you're teaching the same lessons from small to, you know, adolescent. So, but these folks, you can go in the office and they'll change your life over over the course of 30 to 45 minutes. And well, maybe that change has been two years coming. But you, you got to remember, you don't. And I know that there's some some women who do that. They, they probably don't even, you know, have the baby yet. They're pregnant and they show up to social service talking about the daddy's gone. You know, I, I'm sure that that happens. But in some situations, you know, maybe a woman or a man has been wagging with this child two or three years because sometimes it's not always the immediate thing. Oh, I'm taking you uptown. Because sometimes these women or men are still in love with their child's parent, you know, and so they want them to do right. They would love for them to come back home and, and help them raise this child. And so when a lot of times, sometimes, you know, child support is in a situation where people are mad, you know, maybe they're, they're scorned. And so, you know, it's a system that helps the scorn get back 
you know, at the the parent that doesn't have full custody. And, um, you know, with that said, sometimes they've been wagging, so it should be 20 to 30 minutes. If you've been wagging two to three years and you can't get a pack of Pampers out of your kid's absentee parent. But how do you prove that? You know, how do you, how do you, how do you how do, well, no, how, how do you, how does a, how does one caseworker know what the other parent is or not doing in a, in a matter of 30 minutes? Well, for one thing, when things like this go to court, you know, if uh, the absentee parent can show receipts, if the absentee parent can, no can good. say this is, no you know, good. this is what no I good. do. Don't, no good. None of that matters. Don't don't None of that matters but to the case. They don't care. They don't. They don't even, look, Kelly. They won't even look at them. They won't even accept them. They'll tell you that no. does not matter. That is a gift. Those are gifts. Accept these things. Sure. The case. Because the case. Child support ends up in court. Yeah, it has to get. Yeah, it has to get to that point, and it still won't. Yeah, once it gets it, once it gets to that point, and it still doesn't matter. The judge or whoever it may be the caseworker, they're going to tell you that was a gift. You know, because you know it's. If you, if you buy clothes, they consider it as a gift. And I've, I've heard it. I've done it. I've been there, and I've known a lot of guys who, who told me, and they show no pity for things like that. They, I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't have that child, not, and what it seems like, if you don't have that child in your custody or that child doesn't live with you, then you are that parent. You are that bad parent according to <laughs> the other parent. And, and a lot of times, you know, um, that's you. Child support is used as a weapon, and and they allow absolutely they, they use that as a weapon. Um, so if you don't do this, you don't do what I ask, or you don't do as I, I think you should do, I'm gonna take you down for child support. And it, it seems as if, like I said, 30 minutes, I can go in and I can change your life based off of what I feel like. You know, if I'm mad at you and I just say I want to I want to go down and take your child support, no matter if that caseworker or whoever it may be has talked to me, talked to the other parent or not, they don't care. You don't even have to know. You, yeah, you don't they, even have to know before you're in debt. Once they come in court, well, once the papers come to you from the court, then then you have to be the court, and you're going to pay something. Unless you, unless so their the, parent or their, their woman decides um, not to uh, continue with their child support, you're going to pay something. So the and, issue and then is go, this. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but the issue then is this. We need to go back to prevention. Um, I love being absolutely. a black father. You know, I know it's working on those types of initiatives, but, you know, what y'all are talking about is showing up to the clinic with AIDS in a sense where, you you know, you already, your your faith is already sealed in a sense, you Mm know. Um, Once you have this child out of wedlock or once you divorce um, your child's parent or however it comes to be, so we need to be, you know, just like in healthcare, prevention, 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 or, heck, Knowing how things are going with the government mandate and everything, they just may mandate child support is automatic from the day that a child is born for the absentee parent. You know, and something that um, archaic, you know, it would be extreme, but it might help some people. You know, day one you strap with child support. You know, because I mean, I've heard of people using abortions as they were, they won't use a condom. They'd rather pay four or five hundred dollars in a few months. Um, to have a child aborted, you know, so that they can raw dog. You know, people are extreme out here, and you can't, and these kinds of conversations we're having, the people who would really benefit from hearing how they need to take care of their child, I need to be a black father, y'all not reaching these guys because 
y'all are guys that go to work, you guys that go home and spend time with your family, you know, you'd have to wait to get up at 3 o'clock and go hit the corner to influence some of these guys that need to see this initiative in action. Mm. 619-638-8559. You're rocking with the KRP radio show. Got my man Rashad Woods from Love and Father Society. And we also got Kelly Smoke, who is soon to be. Kelly, let, let the folks know who you are just for a quick second. I'm sorry. That's okay. I, I, I'm Kelly Smoke. I'm a, a Durhamite originally, and I am currently running for office in Durham uh, for Durham Soil and Water Conservation mm-hmm. District Supervisor. So, mm-hmm. I in other words, prayers. she's going to teach y'all. I'm sorry, I mean to cut the prayers off. Definitely appreciate the prayers, but in other <laughs> words, she's going to teach you guys more than you've ever known about how to take care of your water, how to take care of yourselves in terms of water and con- conservation in Durham County. So we need your support on that, man. I'm not in Durham County, but I 1,000% support this woman who is calling out here, putting it all on the line on the KRP radio show. She's none other than me or you, folks. She's just like somebody that just got pissed off and said, you know what, I need to take office in this position so I can do better for the whole community. So you, y'all, hey, man, if she can do it, you can do it. So you, this is somebody you need to support. Durham County, Kelly Smoke, you need to, when you go to the ballots, this is who you need to vote for. Sorry about that, Kelly. I just I felt like I needed to say that. I, know, hey, I, I appreciate the love, right, and I appreciate the show. I, I love the topics that you that I think you should have Michael Bajan's spot on the, at, what is it, 3 or 4 p.m.? Yeah, Michael done copied me twice, man. I ain't never want to put that out there before. Honest to God, man, my homeboy hit me on the dial. He was like, man, you won't believe this, man. I'm like, what? He's like, Michael Bates got the same topic you got. I'm like, I'm like again? So I deleted him off the Facebook and off the blog because I'm like, I can't have his producers coming up with my shows, man. They're going to have to earn that. But anyway, anyway, I, I ain't hating no Michael Bates. Shout out to Michael Bates. Shout out to that brother, man. I'm trying to get to your level, brother, because you're doing your thing right now, even though some of your topics are way, like, way left field and not beneficial at all. But some exactly. people love it. You know, some people while love it. And it's are listening. Some of his topics are outlandish while children are listening. Yeah, that's a bad, bad time of the day to be talking about that. But, you know, hey, get paper by any means. You know, if you don't have no heart, cool, get money. But, um, <laughs> Kelly, man, see, the, 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 the whole child support system is flawed. Like, we know that we need some sort of median here. And, and Rashad and I both agree on this. There needs to be something in place to make those people like your father and like my biological father who just, either wanted to pay when they wanted to pay or didn't, or, or they let something get in the way. I'll say let something get in the way because my father is is a drug addict it, to this day. Since since I was uh, seven, eight years old to, to date, is a drug addict. And, and you know, the, man, the, the sad thing is the man still looks good at, at 50 or, or, or 40-something years old. However, I don't know how old my pops is. Sorry. My bad. I'm the bad son. But anyway... <laughs> We need something in place for people who, who, who will let things get in their way of taking care of their responsibilities or people who just don't want to take care of their responsibilities. And, frankly, the system is flawed on both ends. It's flawed on the ends of where um, some folks might just have it tough and situations may change. And at social service, if your situations change job-wise, they're not really taking that into account where they have in the last Eight years, I think they started taking into account where you know you can into account where you can schedule a court date and you can go in, and you can talk about your wages and this, that, and the other. Who really wants to go through all of that 
who really wants to do all that, but they even make the honest parents have to go through the same thing that the, the, the deadbeats go through. And that's fine if that's the way, but I think it's flawed on both ends because, you know, that's just not fair to people who really are taking care of their kids or, or even people who will take care of their kids even better than what the receiving parent, you know, the parent on the receiving end of the child support. But I, I, I want Kelly, I want you to stay on, and I want to bring somebody on who is an expert on this topic. And this lady... Let, let me just let you tell her story, man, because she has a celebrity and in, in, uh, took a celebrity to court. She fought against these celebrities, these deadbeat, this deadbeat family, not only the father, but the deadbeat family. You guys know what we're talking about. Welcome to the show. Uh, we'll just say Anna. Anna, welcome to the show. How are you? How you been? Hi, Hey, hey, it's been a while. How you been? Can you and hear me? Yes, I hear you. Wonderful. You sound very clear, very great. I've been doing good. I've been I've been blessed, man. How you been? I I follow you. You know, I've, I count my blessing. We all doing making a living. My daughter, my beautiful daughter, it graduated from uh, college with a double oh um, major. Shout out to Natalie, man. That's B I G, Very beautiful, very yes. respectful, very educated, and and intellectual young woman, man. This Natalie, you know, she was the she was the president of the Black Student Union for two years. And uh, guess who was uh, the... Okay, so I have a daughter, Natalie, 21 years old, with Don King's son. So my daughter's father is Don King's son, who at first for 12 years did not pay child support. Wow. So President Bill Clinton took uh, my case and five of the case and made non-payment in 1996, made non-payment of child support after three months anywhere in the country, a federal crime. So now if someone doesn't pay child support for three months, it becomes a federal crime and you can be arrested anywhere in the country and brought to the state where you owe money and um made to pay child support and and you know he only had to pay three hundred and fifty dollar a month in child support, but for some reason he thought he was above the law or i don't know i uh, he, he was just such he still is such <laughs> hold a on, bizarre... hold, on. hold on Anna three hundred and fifteen dollars don king's son three hundred and fifty five oh Wow. And that's one thing, you know, I don't understand. It's based on the tax report you bring to court. And and in New York State, you only have to pay 17% of your income, the absent parent, which I find very bizarre because not only we are left to raise the child on our own, well, thank God for me, you know, I have a phenomenal godfather. We're going to speak about him in a minute. But... um. So you left to pay to pay uh, you know eighty three percent of what it takes to raise your child and raise your child, which I don't understand who came up with those percentage. But you know that's another battle. So Pudgy, the keynote speaker at Nally graduation was the man who raised her, the uh, Bill Duke. So he came and was the keynote speaker Thank at the Bill. graduation. Make sure you yeah, tell Bill I said hi too, man. Big Bill, Bill Duke, folks. Yeah. I'm sure people know who Bill Duke is, but um, look him up if you haven't. So, so Anna, let me let me ask you this about the whole. How do you feel about the child support system as a whole, though? Well, 
to me is you know to me it, it was very shocking because you know I can I come from a culture where men um you know I'm somehow Jewish somehow Latina <laughs> somehow whatever right. and the men in our community they really adore their children. I mean, they they would not eat before. And I'm not saying that in the African American community is not likewise. I know a lot of uh, black fathers and Bill Duke who helped me raise Navi since she was three, who are the best fathers and children. Not, but uh, so I wasn't prepared emotionally um, for all of that. And to be honest with you, I always. For years, I felt guilty about going to court. I didn't want to go to court. I wanted to try to resolve it, you know, internally. But but I couldn't. It was impossible. Well, why so, why did you, know, you why did you have to go to court though? Why why couldn't you solve it internally between the you between the well, two? Well, outside of outside of them sending people to kill us, after that, it, it dawned on me that there was maybe a breach in. We could not talk because they're violent people. They don't want to. They. I, I. I did everything in my power to try to make it. And you know, my story is well archived. All you have to do is Google our name, and it's all over. Like you have like seven pages of Google with article and everything. So I did everything in my human power to talk to uh, Eric King and to his father Don King. Mm-hmm. About what, I, and I've never asked for a lot of money. I just wanted, first of all, more than money because God has blessed me with, you know, being able to be self-sufficient sure. financially well, with my, my work. More than money, I really wanted my daughter to have a father in her life. That was more important to me than the money because, like I say, God has always blessed me with the skill that has gotten me paid. Sure. But what I'm saying is that, um. And then we met Bill Duke when she was two and a half years old, and, you know, he, he stepped in and ra- helped me raise her. And then, you know, and he's the one who always encouraged me and said, this is not your money, it's your child's money. So even though you don't want to fight the battle, you need to go and fight for your child's money. But one thing I don't understand before when I was listening in your show is that at least in New York State, the money you get is very controlled by the court. You couldn't just spend the money. You have to re- keep receipts. And in any given day, social services and the court can call you in and ask to see your book and see how you spend your child support money. Mm. And they're very strict in New York City, at least. I don't know in the rest of the state, but in New York City, they don't play. Like You cannot just take the money and go buy shoes for yourself. That doesn't work. You have to save every every receipt you spend on on the kid, clothes, food, everything, transportation, everything you pay, in a, you know in a folder. So when they ask for you for it, you have to be able to account for the money to the penny. At least I had to. Right. Well, New York oversteps their boundaries in 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 a bunch of things. I, I think that I think that would be beneficial in some sort of way, but. I mean, hell, New York wants to tell you what size soft drink you can drink. So, you know, if there were people out there saying that we were back with some voting on the marriage amendment, and for, for God's sakes, y'all can't drink a, what, 20-ounce soda or something, so I don't know. But but anyway, <laughs> let, me, let me get off that. But but anyway, look, here's, here's, but see, I look at the whole system, Anna, and I look at your situation, and I, I still see 
a flawed system um, because this man who seemingly I'm, I'm, I don't I don't know what goes through his mind, but from his actions, he seemingly doesn't care about his child and hasn't cared about his child and and refused to do anything for the benefit of his child, especially spending time with her. So I, I see a system that's flawed on the hands of this man. There's nothing been done to him. You know, he, he he's good. He's still he's still. Oh, no, 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 no. He was arrested. He was dragged back to New York in handcuffs. And I've never, I've been in a lot of, uh, I had to prove paternity first, so that took two years. But the day they brought him in court, the judge was so, so, so furious. I have never seen somebody turn so red, and the judge was like, okay, either you go to jail for three years or you go to the lab and take a blood test. What do you want to do? Because he had been in contempt of court. And that's one thing we need to teach our young people. You not never to decide if it's worth it for you to go to court or not go to court. When you have a court order, you best show up because that's a, many times a, a lot of our young people get arrested with unknown warrant because they miss a, let's say, a blood test for a, child, uh, for a paternity suit. And, a lot, and we don't teach our children the importance of respecting a court order. You absolutely must show the court. You are better off showing the court and dealing with the consequences than just dismissing the court. So Eric King, my daughter's father, had dismissed court for two years and thought it was not a big deal. And the judge told him, I have the authority to send you to jail for three years, and there would be no amount of money would get you out of jail, or you go to the lab now. So he said, okay, I go to the lab. So we proved paternity. And then when we proved paternity, the judge declared that he had to pay child support, and then he disappeared for 10 years until they changed the law. I mean, for, no, he disappeared for, um, yes, yeah, for at least, Mm, they arrested him in 2001. Okay. So, so Nally was 11 years old. So where does it stand now? Because uh, New York well, State is... Well, he's 21 now. Oh, okay. So he's, he had to stop so, paying at 21 or at 18? Well, she, he, at 21, when the, the child is in college, you have to pay child support until the child graduates from college. From school, yeah, that's what most states are. Okay. Right, so, but but what I'm saying is that in New York, you know, I've, I've been trying to figure out what other solution could it be. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what other solution could, because it's never the amount of money, like you said. Three hundred and fifty dollars. He came to to he came to court the first time with a pair of shoes, who cost like twenty thousand or something ridiculous, and the judge was looking at him like if I would take all the clothes off of your back, we would have $100,000 worth of, uh, <laughs> and um, and I don't know, you know, I just, I have no idea, I don't understand how someone, any human being could uh, live with themselves with not knowing they have a child and not looking after their child. I don't understand that mentality at all. I just don't, um, I, I don't, I don't comprehend that at all. I just don't, I mean, I know you're a very good father. You would never think of not taking care of your kids. It has all. nothing to do, 
It has nothing to do with the money because the best memory of my daughter with her, her childhood, I, like many of us, is not really the money we spend, no. it's the time we put. Like, you know, she remembers the big walks on the beach or the or the long afternoon we spent in Central Park on the blanket with the ball and a, a, a book and a sandwich that we made at home. I mean, you know, it's not um, really the money, but... But child support, I mean, I don't know, is is a big problem in, in New York City. I mean, you know, in New York City, we have about 65% of single uh, single households uh, headed by women. Mm-hmm. And out of that 65%, we have about 52% who are not getting child support, which is the primary reason why so many single parents have to depend on public assistance. So it becomes like a vicious cycle. Wow. Well, I guess did, did the, I guess ultimately the question for you then is is did the system as it stands work for you and uh, do you think it works? Yes, it did work nature? for me. It did work for me. But what the one thing I resented that I really was upset about it is that you know I didn't want to be on public assistance at all. But they told me the only way we can help you collect child support is if you agree to go on public assistance. And that, I thought that was absolutely outrageous. Mm. I really Uh. never understood why I had to register on public assistance to get help to collect my child support. I never understood how one thing had anything to do with the other, personally. And And that is still like that. And I think that's ridiculous. That should be totally, totally revamped. Sure. We shouldn't force people to go on public assistance to help them collect child support. That shit is, is, is excuse my French, that shit, that shit, that's not really, that's horrible. I was petrified. I was like, yo, I absolutely don't want to do that. So you actually had to, you didn't have to give up your house or anything like that, but they just wanted to put no, your no, name no. No, I had to go on public assistance because they told, I mean, the mayor of the city and the federal government told me is the only way we can help you is if you go on public assistance. And I was like, why? They said, because that ha- that is how it is. And I look at them like, wow. I'm an immigrant. I came to America because this is the country that can change stuff. <laughs> Don't tell me that's how it is. It's not a good answer for me. But that's how it was. And they were like, well, then we can't help you. And I really needed, you know, when when you're single, I mean, I had a support system, but still, you know, it's a, and I know they're still doing it today. That's what I don't understand. And what what hurts the most is that they have a, a a lot of conferences and things like that, and they never ask us our input when we are the recipient of their uh, policies that are flaws, where we are the people who made it, where we are the people who have successfully raised children who are now, you know, Natalie graduated with a double major. She's going to do AmeriCorp, uh, America Teach for one year in Philadelphia as an aid teacher, mm-hmm. and that would pay for her master's degree. And all of our children are in position of leadership, but they never invite us to any of the conferences they have when they should, because we could help them reform the system. 
Well, I'm I'm familiar, like in North Carolina, I'm familiar when you go to uh, register or you go to take someone up on child support, as they say. Uh, you know, they ask you, you know, would you like public assistance or vice versa? If you go to get public assistance, they almost, I don't know if it's a mandate or not, I'm, re- I'm not really clear on that, but they almost make you sign up for public, I'm sorry, take that person up for child support if you go to register for public assistance. Yeah, that's and, a federal law. All right, well, check it. We got to go to, I, I appreciate you calling. We got to go to a commercial because it is 926 and we missed, we just missed the commercial break six minutes ago. But I appreciate you calling in and I definitely okay, will. Hey, I'm still going to see you for the inaugural net show, the, the, the show. If, I, okay. if that's still a goal. But, you know, we'll talk about that off the air. You're rocking with the KRRP radio show, folks. 619-638-8559 is the number. Appreciate you guys for rocking with us. You are B.I.G. in my book. We talking child support, folks. We want to know, is there anything we can do to change the system and make it more effective than what it is right now? Because I personally believe that the, the way the system is set up, that it, it's flawed, it's not benefiting all parties, and it's definitely not benefiting our kids. You're rocking with the KRP Radio Show, baby.
Remember this number, 9.8. That's not the time on the shot clock. For the seconds left in the game. It's not the number of times I will light you up. Nah, 9.8 isn't any of that. It's ounces. And that makes this the lightest ever. I believe you can tell a lot about our governor and lieutenant governor by the way they lead our state. We have great challenges facing us and need strong, courageous, visionary leadership to see us through. I'm Dan Forrest, conservative candidate for North Carolina Lieutenant Governor. As an architect, senior partner, and office president of the state's largest design firm, I was accustomed to solving complex problems for my clients. Architects are creative problem solvers, and that's what we need more of in Raleigh. And we need more business leaders, not more politicians. Over the past 10 months, I've visited the majority of the counties in North Carolina multiple times. I've traveled over 80,000 miles, listened to thousands of North Carolinians share their solutions to the challenges we face. Did you know North Carolina ranks 41st in the nation in K-12 education, 36th in graduation rate, 43rd in unemployment, 38th in... 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. Baby, I singing it all. Welcome back to the KIRP Radio Show. You rocking with me and my special guest of the night, Rashad Woods, and we also have a call on here by the name of Kelly Smelk. And we uh 
We're talking about child support, folks. You know, I know it's a it's a heavy topic for a lot of people. I have so many, so many emails, so many emails on the child on on the topic of child support. So much to read off. There's no way possible. We only have 30 more minutes remaining in the show. There's no way possible I can read off all these topics. But uh, you know what? I we we have replied to some of you guys. When you put when you want a response from me, please put that you want a response from Pudgy. Otherwise, you will get responses from a number of, of us. And uh, I always try to weigh in my input, folks, so you guys know what's going on. Don't forget to check out the blog, The Hip Hop Conservative. We're out there, baby. We're out here. We're also on most all political blogs under the name of the KRP Radio Show. And we're always talking about different topics here, there, and the third. So shout out to everybody who's checking us out on all the blogs out there. There's far too many for me to name. But you guys make it possible that we're the number one black conservative radio show in the southeastern united states 4.2 million and counting as of last thursday i got that right john as of last thursday so we're making a move man we're trying to make a difference out here and we're trying to talk about some things that can enrich all of our lives and make them better for the uh you know just just make them better period for all of us you know for the remainder of our lives anyway and possibly change the lives of our children and while we're talking about children we're talking about child support and uh, going back to my man Rashad Woods, man Rashad, I know I left you out that last series. Real gold, recognize, how the system worked for her and how it didn't work for her. Work for her. And uh, some of the things that she went through were just in New York State. You're dealing with And uh, you know the states are different. You know every state has different child support laws. Every state has different uh, certifications that you got to go through. Some some have certifications that you actually have to go through before you get any kind of public assistance some don't um some have a waiting process i don't know but rashad what's what's something about the system uh and and we're taking notes here but what's something about the child support system that you either do or don't like or 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 better yet what's something that you think that needs to be changed well as far as the system itself um what really what i really don't like um and you know Coming from um, being through it and knowing how it goes, I don't like the fact, period, that there is a system that has to tell someone that they need to take care of their kid. That's one thing that that's the major thing I really don't like. But you know, that's based upon morals and you know personality of a person and um, just people in general. So you know, that's just one major thing I really don't like. Just someone having to tell you, okay, you're not taking care of your child, and this is what you need to do in order to show that you are taking care of your child. So, they, you know, that's one thing I definitely don't like. I mean, mm-hmm. and um, another thing I think with, I mean, you can say as far as with the child support system, they will make you pay. <laughs> so, you know, if you if you want to get it done, they will get it done for you. And the mm-hmm. hardest thing about it is, and, it's, and I'm kind of like saying I'm, I'm on the road, the hardest thing about it is once you get on it, it's hard for you to get off of it. It's sort of like a drug almost, you know. I mean, unless that, that woman is really, you know, or woman or man is, is really, you know, firm and wanting to take that um, other parent off of child support, they encourage it. The system encourages child support once you're on it. So there there isn't a way, okay, you know, you're on child support, you're doing what, you know, we asked of you, what we, what we told you to do or what we told you to pay or what we shown that you should pay. But, you know, now when, you know, the parents are now cordial, they can talk, and they've come to an agreement, well, we don't need child support anymore. Yeah. Then it's a pro- then it's a problem through the system of why don't you want to have child support on this parent anymore? 
And that's something major that I think that, you know, a lot of people go through. And I think they, I mean, I, I think, I know that they, they encourage, they encourage child support. And people Absolutely. don't realize that they want you to, they want you to be on the system. They want, they want that male out of the home. You know, I, I really didn't want to go that way, but you have to understand they don't want the male within the home. Especially, I'm gonna say this. Especially in the black families, they don't want the male in the home. So I, I, I really didn't want to go that way. But I mean, but that, it is what it is. Yeah. So I want the women to understand this is what they want. I mean, this is what is being done. And man, you need to know this too. They don't want you around. They don't want you to, to be an influence to your child, especially especially black males. So you know, you can take the system, you know, for what it's worth, and not see, you know, the underlying meaning of a lot of things through child support. But all in all, there is. There is an underlying meaning, and you need to know, you know, that, that this is what's been going on. This is what they're, they're talking about. This is what they're doing, and this is how they see that they can destroy families. So, you know, like I said, you know, they for anybody who's who wants um, child support, yeah, they, they will get it for you. And anybody that's, uh, that's listening, they can if you want to take child support on your your you know your your kid's mother or kid's father, they'll get it for you. All it takes is you pay your twenty five dollars for you register for the. Uh, application fee or whatever the fee is, and it'll happen. But once you get them up there, and it will be a, a struggle trying to get them off unless you wholeheartedly agree because they will influence that mother or that, that father. Why, why are you taking them off? Wow. I don't think, you know, as the gentleman said last week, you know, the, he, him and his, uh, him and his uh, daughter's mother went in, and then they had already agreed on Removing him from child support, but the caseworker or whoever it was, she she persuaded the mother to keep him on child support, even though he t- spent half the time or half the money on that child. So you know, that's one thing. I, that's one of the things you know. I, I feel like as far as child support, you know, that that's what I dislike about it. And like I said, I don't really like the fact that you know somebody has to be on child support. But you know, I can just say my major point is that I dislike that about the child support system. They don't want to see you not be on child support. So they don't have a vested interest of of, of even thinking of a, an alternative or man, I, I, maybe a, 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 a new kind of process at least. I I just I just want I just want these at kids. All. Yeah, you know I, I just want these kids to have their parents around, and I know all parents aren't going to be around. So the parents that choose not to be with their children, not to care to be with their children, not to try to help out not to try to take care and forget help out, not to try and take care of their kids. Because, you know, like I said last week as well, your children are not responsibilities. You know, don't get it twisted. Feeding yourself is not a responsibility. Taking a bath is not a responsibility. That's a life. That's a way of living. So taking care of your children should be the same, and it is the same. You should view it the same. The same way you know that you need to eat so you won't die, and that you need to eat and take care of your health so you won't die, is the same tenacity and understanding you need to have with taking care of your children. And people don't have that. You can't legislate that. You can't. I don't even think you can teach that. That's an emotional thing that you should have intact. So putting people like that in jail isn't going to solve it. Even putting them on child support is not going to solve it. If these people don't want to take care of their kids, they should be wards of the state. They should be working for the state. And that money that they work for should go to their room and board in a prison somewhere, and the remainder or, or the first should go to the children, and the remainder should take care of your room and board and meals that you get for free because I shouldn't have to pay for your deadbeat ass. 
part of my language. Kelly, what do you think about it? I'm in total agreement um, with the statement you just said. Yeah, you're absolutely right because the the circular thing is, it it seems like an attack on the middle class because everything they can do to shrink our pockets, whether that's expand the jailhouse, uh, whether that's, you know, tax us, they're doing it to us. You know, we're really that net that Mitt Romney talked about. We're, We're catching everything. We're catching all the wrongs. And and we and all we're gonna do is complain and, and keep going to work to finance this American system. Yeah. Right or wrong, we're gonna hold it to working. Well, you know, I, I wish I wish we could get some people who who has uh some kind of power in a room and really hash this thing out and I know it couldn't be done overnight. Uh, this is this would be ha- this would be something that would take, you know, I'm sure months, maybe even years to hash out. And and you know what's funny though, you guys, it, it here's what's funny to me, right? They could take the healthcare system, which is the most complex and dynamic system that we have known to man. They can take the healthcare system and and write three thousand plus pages to it and claim that they fixed the healthcare system, and and, and without even reading it. Yet when you have something as simple as someone not taking care of their children, you know, I, I think that's a little bit simpler than the healthcare system. But, you know, we have something this powerful, wh- which to me is more important because healthcare is just a part of taking care of your child. So to me, this is far more important and far more monumental than, than national healthcare because we did have something in place that was working. It may not have been in, as effective for all people, but it was something for all people, and it did add value to, you know, you know, our it, it added value to taking care of the American citizens. So we did have something in place where you went to the hospital, you got treated. This child support system isn't that way. This is not a one fit one size, you know, one shoe fits all type of deal. It's ineffective today, and there's nobody out there talking about it. There's nobody campaigning on it because you know why they don't care. It's all games. You know, we, it, it's all games. It's all about ratings. It's all about getting votes. But things like this is what really matter. And, and the fact of the matter, what's really happening is these kids, these children aren't having both of their parents when they need them. I'm not even going to say in the household. I'm going to say when they need them, they're not having both parents. And I can say that because a lot of the times I would like to be around with my son who doesn't live in my household. I had to, I had to drive, I think, eight-plus hours to get to an athletic banquet that took maybe two hours. You know what I mean? To spend that time with him because he wanted me to be there. And God knows I wanted to be there. You know, and his mom even said, you know what, that made a big difference. I appreciate you doing that. But, I, you know, you don't get into talking. Well, you know, I just came from Atlanta. I just came from here. I just came from work. I'm working in the process of that. So there's a lot of people out there who can't be in the lives of the in their children's lives. And there's a lot of people who refuse to be. And those type of things aren't, talking about, aren't talked about. And those type of things aren't addressed. But we really have a serious issue because not being there creates a bigger problem. And some of those problems is what people campaign on. Some of those problems is what we're seeing in the news every day, like the the, the amount of murders or or the black-on-black crime that we see in these neighborhoods, hell, the black-on-anybody crime that we see in all these neighborhoods on the news back and forth, you know, all the the number of children in in the penal system. And, yes, I said children in the penal system. You know, in large part, a lot of these people that are going to jail and getting locked up are children. They're just above teenagers. 
16 to 20, 22, 23. These are still kids. They're grown as of age, but they are still kids. These the, these are the people and these are the things that are being affected, affected by the fathers and the mothers or the parents or children being raised in a, in a household that don't have both parents. These are the things people campaign on, but the root source of it is this child support system, this, this, this parenting system, this system that we have in place not being effective. You can't make somebody spend time with their children. God knows you can't do it, but we have to do something to improve that, you know, where so many folks won't go to jail and go to prison because, you know, let's face it, some people have a, a change of heart in their life. You know, what happens to the guy who, who's decided, you know what, yeah, I, you know, them guys that I love being a black father are right. I need to start taking care of my kid. But by now, you got a criminal record. Now, that was your own fault. But there's no forgiveness for that. You know, there's no light at the end of the tunnel for somebody who gets on the gets on the child support system and is, is, is ends up in jail or ends up in prison. So there's a lot of variables that we got to talk about. There's a lot of things that I think need to be changed, and I don't even know where to start. But um, let, let me just ask you guys this question, and, and I'll start with you, Kelly. Where do we, wh- who do we address about these issues? Where do we take these issues? You know, where do we gather these issues and, and, and take them to what person? You know, where do we go to take these issues to a person? Um, I don't think there's any one particular person, but maybe what uh, could be done on a smaller level until it grows is maybe holding a series of town halls on this specific issue at some of your community centers or local churches. You know, me, my answer is always take it back to your local church because to me, they ought to be leading the way in social issues. That's, that is, you know, the government should follow the direction that the church sets for. But right. perhaps, you know, to talk to some of these pastors, these wise men, you know, God, and, and, and get a town hall and so take this issue to more people and, and see if they can come together on one accord. I mean, you see what happened with the marriage amendment. You see yeah. how those men moved and how they stood up, and maybe that's where we start taking – I mean, because when real change happened in this country in the 50s, that's who was doing it. Your pastors were leading your way. Your ministers were getting involved with the civil rights movement. So it may have to start there, you know. Um, and the, the big thing is, you know, some of these pastors out here who are men, they're really serious about the issues that affect the family, so we, we start with those pastors. And then, um, you know, because some of them have influence, you know, with the marriage amendment, with some of our legislatures, uh, maybe they take, issue. Maybe they say, well, we had this town hall. We're inviting you to hear what people have to say about this issue. So it could start there. Wow. What do you think, Rashad? I mean, well, we can... We... I agree. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, I, I was about to say, Kelly, we got a, we got a town hall schedule. Um, KRP has a town hall schedule uh, in, in a partnership with the course I Love Being a Black Father um, scheduled in, in, North, in Wilson, in August, and uh, we're still waiting on a couple locations to get back with us, or, or actually I need to get back with them to lock in a date at a particular venue. We got a few out there that we're looking at. But, um, you know, we have a town hall coming up, and uh, it's a hip-hop summit slash town hall. Be- shout-out to everybody out there. You B.I.G. my book. Big shout-out to my brother Kevin Daniels and Sister Sonny Johnson. Thanks for rocking with the KRP Radio Show. I love you, baby. Got to go. About to go play with my kids for a little while. Then we're going to watch a movie. Shout-out to all my workers. Shout out to everybody who came out there that I love being a Black Father event yesterday. It was major. You guys are major. I love you guys. I love everybody listening to the show. 
I appreciate you guys for rocking with your boy, Rashad. One love to you, man. And happy belated birthday to Contessa. We didn't forget her, baby. Happy related birthday to her. Everybody tell her I wish her a happy birthday. We appreciate you guys for rocking with us. We are out of here. One love. Catch us next week, folks. Peace.